0: Hey, soul fam, welcome to your weekly dose of blackity black culture chats, creative inspiration, and a dab of womanly tea to go with your Taco Tuesday. I'm your soulful guide, Brittany, and I can't wait to serve you this tea, sis. Let's jump in. Hello, beautiful people. I hope you all are having a fantastic Tuesday. So I'm going to cut this intro short and jump right into this episode because I know that that title has some of y'all's eyebrows raised. Some of y'all church folks got your, your pearls all clenched up. So what we're going to do is, is just jump right in. So I love starting off the episodes with a story that is a reflection story. So let's reflect. Okay. Okay. So the name of this episode is called I Married My Abuser, and the premise of that is just marrying someone toxic. Ooh, so let me try to share a story without sharing a story. Um, whew. Only reason why I say that is because me and my husband are actually going to record another podcast episode that I really want you guys to hear, and I don't want to give out too much and dip into that one so i'm gonna try to make this as short and to the point as possible so my husband and i have had a really really rough relationship life um we have endured a lot from almost dying together to uh a lot and and we'll get more detailed (laughs) you know um during that episode but um yeah we we've gone through a lot and um I don't know where I've shared it, but I've shared it before. Um, when me and my husband actually found out that I was pregnant with my son, um, at the time we were going through a really, really rough patch in our relationship. And, um, during that time, my ex, who was my first love, kind of came back into the picture. I had messaged him months, 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 months ago and just spilled at my spilled at my heart and I wanted to just get closure because he kind of broke up with me and didn't really give me an explanation. And I spent years beating myself up trying to understand what I did to make him leave. And I had a really rough time trying to get a hold of him because Um, he's not a social media person like that but I just wanted closure I wanted to be able to accept love but I wanted to close the chapter that I had open with him you know my heart was still attached to him so months later he finally messaged me back um, and that just opened the door and I just all those feelings just came rushing back not like I wanted to be with him but I Remembered why I fell in love with him. And it kind of made me really, you know, just want to have more and more of that. But I was in a relationship with my husband at the time. So I couldn't do that and be with him. So I made a choice to leave my husband. And he was my boyfriend at the time. And I left him and I broke up with him the day before my appointment when we found out I was pregnant with my son. And It boiled down to us just um, figuring it out. Like we didn't, after we found out the news that I was pregnant, we didn't really discuss us getting back together. We just continued life. Like we just did what we had to do for our son. And um, during that pregnancy, it was rough. It was rough. It was rough. It was rough between us. Um, And, you know, during that time, even, even back from college, hell, from high school, because me and my husband have known each other since 2006, but even from back then, my husband was a toxic-ass person. Like, he was just, oh my God. I was like, dude, you're. I know you told me in 10th grade I was going to be your wife, but I think that the person that you worship doesn't exist because my God would never tell you or give you any type of insight that I'm going to be your wife. No. You're tripping. You are a toxic-ass human, and I don't want no parts of it. We can be best friends, and I will continue to tell you about yourself and love on you, but baby, you will never, ever, ever be my man on a serious level, ever. We can flirt, we can kiki, all of that, but you can't be my man. And surely enough, summer of senior year, we both happened to be single, and we went for it. Now, here's, here's where... I'm going to share a little bit and I'll reiterate it in our episode. Um, so my husband is actually dating someone at the time and he left her to be with me during the summer, which was, it was ridiculous. And he's just, anyways, he's a person and we'll dive into that during our episode together. But um, yeah, my husband had exhibited years and years and years of toxic behavior and i married him knowing how he was knowing his past and ladies it's different when you marry somebody who has a past that you were not a part of it's a whole nother ball game when you marry someone whose past you were a part of and 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 he has a past and i was there for every waking moment of it right when it when his past started All the way through every nook and cranny. And it was rough. I mean I endured the most heartache. The most heartbreak throughout all of that. And the reason why I wanted to have this episode. And then have our episode. Because I think that it's really important. For men to to get their point out. and, And their side of the story out too. And I say that because y'all gave me all types of feedback and all types of responses from my um, episode is he gay sis and honey the results from that poll shocked the hell out of me my my little pearls was clutched and all but I actually talked to someone um who has a um gay past but that is not his present and I just, or not a gay past, but has had sexual encounters and relations with. Well, I guess I can be considered gay, but he had sexual relations and dealings with the same sex in his past, and he's not that way anymore. And he's dating someone now who is straight, who knows about his past and accepts that. And I told him my double standard of yes, I am gay, but no, I would not date or marry some a man. Who has had same sexual partners that is a no-no for me period and uh, i said why in that episode but and, and go listen to it <laughs> but um anyways um you know i think that it's really important for men to get their side out because when i listen to this person's side of the story it made it kind of made me want to change my answer for the details that I I was shared with at that moment but it really made me realize that women don't even take the time out to hear men hear men as much as we want to be heard so in this episode I'm kind of going to share a little bit of my story and advice at the same time but when me and my husband get on in ep- that episode together um you will get to hear his perspective on our past and my perspective on our past. And I promise you, it's, going, it's probably going to be night and day, but there'll be some similarities. And I just want you all to hear it. and then it, it's also a reflection for us too, because we get to hear each other um, in a different way. So anyways, that's my story. <laughs> but moving on. So I know that there are a lot of Millennials that are married, and some of us have been married for a short period of time, and some of us have been married for a long period of time. Uh, me and my husband have been together for almost ten years, but we've only been married for three years, going on four this year. Um, and I can honestly say that being in a relationship with someone toxic versus being married to someone who has a toxic past is very, very different. Um uh, for obvious reasons. When you're in a relationship with somebody, you have the ability to walk away. You have the ability to say enough is enough. You have the ability to say I can't handle this anymore. And you have the ability to literally break up with them. But when you marry someone who has a toxic past and sometimes exhibits toxic behaviors, you really don't have the opportunity to leave especially when kids are involved because baby, if you go on Google and look up the, uh, divorce rate, number one, but the price tag on a divorce. And then when you add kids to it, it's not cheap. Um, and in me marrying my husband, um, I, I tell people, you know, I'm really open and honest about Uh, my marriage and my life in general but when my husband asked me to marry him I said yes because he asked me and I, I meant that and I mean that if you were Joe Schmo off the street if I had a genuine connection with you and my spirit latched on to you and you asked me to marry you I don't care if we only knew each other for a week I'd say yes um, and, and I was serious about that. He asked me, so I said, sure, why not? You know, yeah, I would love to marry you. And in the moment I was crying because I was so happy that, you know, he dug deep in himself to be selfless because my husband is extremely selfish, but he took time in himself to be selfless and, um, really asked me to marry him. And not only did he ask me to marry him, but he gave me his his mom's engagement diamond, so he got his uh, mom's engagement diamond her her fixture' because he her his mom got an upgrade to her ring, so then they still had the diamond, so I got that ring I got the diamond and a just a different ring uh, placement but um that meant a lot to me because that was one of my things. I said I wanted a photographer there to capture the moment, which he got. And it was one of my college buddies. And um, he, I said that I wanted a family heirloom and he got that for me as well. And um, it was just a really beautiful engagement. Um, and how he proposed was so beautiful also. So I was crying because I'm in the heat of the moment. He didn't even finish proposing. I cried after the second word he said um, once I caught on to everything that was going on. Um, But I was also crying because I felt so bad that he went through all that trouble. And I I wanted to say no, but I said yes because he went through all that trouble. You know, somebody goes through like all... uh, And I'll tell y'all how he proposed on our episode. But when somebody goes through all that trouble to set something up... And you're like, yeah, no, that just kind of really breaks their heart. And I get it. You know, he did most of the heartbreaking in our relationship, but I'm not a tip for tat kind of person. If you mess up, that's on you. That's not my character. So I didn't want to be the the mean person to say no. So I said yes. And then, you know, we continued our toxic shit. But, you know, I said yes. So that's all that matters. Um, and my son was able to have a two-parent household that I've always wanted to give him. So at the time, I really didn't care. But throughout our our marriage, um, a lot of his past, I had to deal with within our marriage. And it was, for us, intimately, it's really different. First of all, I have already explained my sexuality Um, but also growing up, I didn't really get to watch a lot of sex scenes in movies. Um, my mom just didn't do all of that. She was very religious. She was and still is, but she was a babe in Christ. So, you know, a lot of things were centered for me growing up. I didn't listen to hip hop, honestly, and rap until we moved to Georgia. And that was way in the 2000s, um, And all before that, you know, I listened to old school people like um, Mary J and um, Run DMC when I was at my dad's and L.O. Cool J. So I got to listen to that. But that was on a very rare basis. Um, So a lot of my life was very sheltered. And because of that, um, sex really wasn't something that was accessible to me. Um, I didn't watch my first porn until I got with my ex. Who was my first love that he introduced that whole world to me and I was like this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen I don't understand why people want to have sex and record it and show it to people like that is gross I still think it's gross but I had to you know do it because he was into it and I was like well this is my boyfriend let me be into something he's into but I just didn't care. Like that didn't arouse me. You know, I I wasn't aroused by that. But when it came to my sexuality, I was naturally aroused to certain women. and I didn't know why when I was a kid. And then growing up, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And then I grew up and just was like, you know what, I'm just gay. And it is what it is. So marrying someone who is not gay and who is not a transgender, who is a 100% born male, um, he and him pronouns, like, you know, it was, it's really difficult because I'm not really attracted to that. Um, and I'm very attracted to my husband, but I'm attracted to his heart. I'm attracted. And, and even though, yes, he was a toxic person, he has a good heart, but the The problem with my husband back in the day is he wanted to leave such an impression with people and be popular and be this and be somebody that he wasn't that he had to play the part. And at the time, it, I don't know why the hell it was cool, but it was cool to be a dog. It was cool to have all the girls. And that wasn't my, that wasn't my speed. Like, I'll be friends with you, but I'm not with all that. Like, you're not going to add me to your collection. I'm not with it. And because I was a known virgin in my high school, I had a lot of dudes try to, you know, come at me and I'm like, bro, that's not my speed. Like, I'm not going to give up my cookies to anybody. I'm saving myself for my husband, not for religious reasons, but just because I had a stance that I didn't want to. Um, tell my husband hey I had sex with this guy this guy this guy this guy this guy before you and it damaged me and now you have to deal with it forever here I don't want to have to have that conversation or have those arguments I wanted my marriage to be as close to, to fairy tale as possible if I was to marry a man or woman and um, I did I just didn't want to have that explanation I didn't care if they were you know a virgin or not because that was something in your past I can't hold you accountable for something I wasn't a part of. You know, that that's just me as a person. Other people they don't they're like, no bitch, if that nigga slept with this person and it was three years ago or however many years ago before we got together, I need to know details. I don't care. You know, I wasn't around. So that doesn't affect me. However, um being with someone when you were a part of that past and you saw all of that is a lot to have to erase and move forward on. And it took me a really, really long time, probably up and up until two years ago to really accept, digest and release my husband's past. Um, And for me, I ended up releasing it because the 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 weight of carrying what i i know from his past was a lot for me and it started to affect our sexual our sexual relationship it started to affect our marriage it started to affect how i saw myself as a woman and it started to really just taint my um my whole idea and and concept of marriage and love and trust and relationships but, you know, I really just had to dig deep in myself. <laughs> Back to that digging deep and spending time with yourself. But I really had to dig deep in myself and figure out why I was holding on to it, like what validated me. And one of my friends actually texted me not too long ago and asked me about, you know, how I was able to forgive my husband. And I really just had to do the work. I had to first deal with myself. And then I had to deal with him. And then I had to deal with his past. I had to lay down the law and be like, listen, I know I was around for this. However, we're not going to continue that now. We're not going to continue to do this now. We're not going to continue that same mess now because I'm not the same person I was. You damaged that person and she no longer is, exists. So now we have to move on to this next phase where you you show me respect, where you are the person that you should have been to me in our relationship now in our marriage. So... It took it took time and I had to endure the stripping away of the past and accepting the new person that he was and that took me a really 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 long time. Um again, I was around for his past and I want you ladies to really think about your partner right now and knowing that they have a past and just, okay, they told you this, 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 this. They told you they slept with this many people. Now you really don't know that because you weren't around. Imagine if you were around and you knew the actual number. You actually knew those women. You actually were around and you were part of that number. Imagine how that would make you feel in your relationship now. It's not a very great feeling. And, you know, I really had to get over that. I had to let it go. And it was hard because, like I said, when you're in a relationship with somebody toxic, you can say, dude, I need a break. I need you to back back and let me have my moment. But when you're married, you can't really do that. Because you, when you get married to someone who has a toxic past, what you're saying is this. I'm okay with the fact that you did X, Y, Z. I'm okay, you know, with accepting your past and I'm okay with moving forward. And sometimes when you say that, you don't really realize the work that you have to do in that moment. And um, it just becomes a lot. Like it, it literally becomes, you know, a situation where you have to do more work on yourself with accepting that than anything else, than the forgiveness piece of it. Um so before I start getting more into that story and ruin the episode with me and him um I want to give you guys some quick tips on how to deal with that um or how to cope with it and just muscle through it and and I I hate to tell somebody or give people advice on how to get through something that's, that's toxic. But sometimes, and a lot of times, we get married and don't really know how toxic someone really is. We get into something and don't understand how truly, you know, in depth their past was until we are in that marriage and we start seeing signs pop up and we're like, pump your brakes where did this come from so um i'm going to give you three tips um the first tip that i am going to give you in coping with the fact that you have a toxic partner is forgiveness and not forgiving them but really forgiving their past Yes, you have to forgive them, but you have to forgive their past. And you have to understand that what happened before you happened before you. And if you're going to accept them how they are now, then you have to forgive that. And I'm not telling you to forget it, but you have to forgive it. And you have to commit to moving forward. You have to really sit down and say, you know what? I have to, I, I chose to say yes. And now that I've chose, you know, made the choice to say yes to this person and I've chosen to take them back and knowing what they did, seeing what they did and all of that, I have to forgive and I have to let it go and release it. And that doesn't mean using it as a drop card every single time we get in an argument. No, release it, let it go and stop holding on to it. The more you hold on to it, the more that it's going to fester, the more that you give it energy and the more distant and shut down you become within your relationship. That's not healthy And and it turns into other things and it shows its ass in different ways. Trust me, you don't want that smoke. Been there, done that, it wasn't worth it holding on to it and using it as a drop card because the I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry turned into you know what? I'm not going to allow you to keep holding me to my past. You said yes to being with me. You said yes to marrying me. And I'm not going to keep feeling guilty for something that I've let go and I've forgiven myself for and God's forgiven me for. At that moment, you become the bad guy and you become the toxic person because they've they moved on. God has moved on and you're the only person still bringing it up. So you got to let it go. Um my second tip, huh, let me think of what I told my friend. Um, after you forgive their past, you really have to do your work within yourself. And I'm not saying blame yourself for that person's past, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you need to dig down deep in yourself and figure out why what validates you for holding on to that. So what I told my friend was I got I got a, a a badge of honor holding on to his past. And what I mean by that is for me, it made me feel validated that something happened to me and I was able to to play the victim. And I had a legitimate excuse for that. And I had a reason to be withdrawn. I had a reason to say, well, But if he asked me, babe, why can't we have sex or why aren't we doing this? Well, you did this, this, this in your past and I can't heal from it. I haven't healed from it just yet. I'm not upset with you and I'm forgiving you, but X, Y, Z. And that validated me. And that made me feel like, you know what? You have a reason to withhold your vagina from your husband. No, bitch, you do not. You biblically, it is wrong for you to withhold yours, and I I, I don't want to say biblically because I'm not one hundred percent sure on that. But you cannot withhold yourself from your husband, period. You cannot hold withhold yourself from your wife, period. When you decided to build your marriage together, you made a covenant, and that covenant has to be sealed with sexual intercourse. Note, if you get married and you do not consummate your marriage, you can have your marriage annulled. Look it up. And it's important for you to consummate your marriage. So I think that that drop card and, and holding on to it and just, you know, that feeling really made me feel like I don't have to do anything because I have this wild card in my back pocket. And I started to look like the dummy because he was like, I'm not going to fight you on this anymore. If that's what you want to say to withhold from me, that's on you. But don't get upset when the tables are reversed and I don't want to give myself to you. And I was like, wait a minute. You're not going to give me no dick when I ask for it because you want to be, you want to do tip for tap. We're going to do this right now. I'm going to let that go because I need to be able to knock on your wood and be like, dude, I'm ready. You know, my flower is open. And if you're like, no, I'm still trying to, uh-uh, I ain't got time for that. So I had to let that go. <laughs> Needless to say. Um, and I encourage you to let, let that go too. You don't need to hold on to anything to validate how your position period period we won't have to talk about that no more period let it go sis because you're gonna mess up and not get no dick no more and then you're gonna be mad let it go my third tip for you is to really spend time with God I don't care if you worship Buddha Buddha Allah Whomever you choose to worship, whatever altar you choose to have, you need to get in tune with your spirituality because when you decide to let go of something and you choose to rise above a situation, especially when it involves, you know, another person, you really, really, really have to stay guarded you have to stay you have to let your spirit be protected the reason being is because what the enemy will do is send you that greener grass through a person through a satisfaction it possibly can be porn through images through you know a spam person just flirting with you and then you find your ass on catfish looking crazy you know saying oh, i'm gonna leave him because i found this dude that's gonna get me better no You need to stay guarded and in order for you to stay guarded, you need to ask for assistance from your ancestors, from the universe, from God, from Buddha, from Allah, whomever you get your your guidance and your protection from, you need to plug into that source. and. It is very important that you make sure that you pray for protection and you you have those meditation moments because you have to stay grounded while you're going through this process. Forgiving someone else is great, but when you forgive somebody else, you have to do work on yourself also because when you say, I forgive you, you are getting an eraser and erasing that memory of the past. And the one thing that I told my friend is how the main thing that helped me get over my husband's past is I had to really get an eraser, whiteout, and a black Sharpie marker to black out those memories and replace them with the good memories that we've created together. And the reason why that process was so important for me is because when we have children. And when you have children in the midst of forgiving someone's past, your children start to feel your energy. And if you are harboring and spewing out negativity and negative energy, then your children are going to pick that up and they're going to apply it however they need to apply it. Whether it's acting out in school, whether it's acting out with you, whether it's getting into toxic relationships, what you show to them is what they carry. And you have to, excuse me, you have to be big enough and grown enough to say, you know what, I have to do this self, this self moment and this true forgiveness uh, journey to not only release that person from their past and let them experience growth, but to, to not keep that energy in my area. You don't need that negative energy in your space, especially when you're trying to get blessed in other areas. God won't bless you if you're still withholding someone else, you know, because of of a past thing. You have to let that go. And you can't blame God because he's not hearing you when you're asking to be out of your situation. You didn't get somebody, you didn't release that your spouse or your partner from their situation. So you can't ask for something that you're not willing to do yourself. And that, for me, those three things really helped me move past the perspective of my husband having a toxic past. And our marriage is, is dope. I mean we get messages me more so than him about how much people love our relationship, they love our story, they love our marriage, they love our our growth and all of these things. And we have a few friends that are in our circle and a few peers that, you know, um they have known us since high school and in them knowing in them knowing us from high school, they've seen my husband's growth, they've seen our relationship grow. And it's, it's refreshing when you, when you hear those people come to you and say, you know what, y'all have been doing work and I see you, you know, that makes me feel good. Like, oh, we rising above it. We doing good. We about to be on black love. You know, like we're doing, we're becoming the modern day Remy Ma and Papoose. Like we're becoming those people. And once we get our businesses, a one, we're about to be the next Beyonce and Jay-Z on a whole nother level but it makes me feel good that we each did our work to become the best people, the best role models, the best examples for our generation and for our kids that we can. And that's how you have to look at your relationship like you are a role model and an example for the next generation because everybody likes these couples. Oh, their goals, their goals, they're this, they're that, great. But in order for you to get to that point, even if you're not trying to do it for public recognition, which I hope you not, you're you not, but once it gets to that level, then you need to, you know, really be able to share your story and be honest about it. But when you're sharing your story, feel feel that emotion. Stop and really assess, you know, Am I telling this story and it still stings or can I tell the story and it doesn't sting? And I'm able to tell my past with my husband and our relationship and our story. And it doesn't sting at all. I laugh about it. We giggle about it. We reminisce on high school and all of that often. And we're able to fluidly discuss it and it not even leave a stinging mark or result in an argument or hurt feeling. None of that. Um, so yeah, those are my tips and my prayer for anyone that is going through the forgiveness process of their marriage or you know, any issue in their marriage is that God is able to just come and hug your heart. Um because it's rough. It marriage is rough, y'all, and relationships are rough, and I would never wish my past on anybody. But I pray my present on everybody because this marriage right now is beautiful even though we're not where we want to be we are a lot further than i could have ever dreamed that we'd be from our past and for that um i'm excited which is why he's gonna come on the show because i am dying to hear what the hell comes out of his mouth because lord his perspective on some things be making me feel some kind of way i'm like boy i don't know what what day you was in but i wasn't there because i didn't see none of that and i didn't feel none of that But anyways, I thank you guys so much for joining me and hearing my crazy ass mouth. Um, I thank you for not judging me in this safe space. And I thank you for always sending me the best feedback, whether good or bad. I appreciate it all because it helps me grow as a podcaster. So yeah, have a beautiful day. Eat lots of tacos and I will catch you next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for connecting with me, Soul Fam. I pray peace over your week, prosperity over your life, and extra guacamole for your taco free of charge. See you next time, beautiful soul. Peace. Soulcast is brought to you by Virality. Visit viralityco.com for all of your photography and digital design needs.